0: What's up world? I'm Cameron McKinney and this is Pop Culture Spa a podcast about the movie Priscilla. Here's a quick synopsis. While her father is stationed in Germany, 14-year-old Priscilla meets the biggest musician of the time, Elvis Presley, then 24, and the two begin a whirlwind romance. The film stars Kaylee Spaney and Jacob Elordi. Standout performances. There have been young actresses in the past who worked with Sofia Coppola right on the cusp of movie stardom. And they include Kirsten Dunst, who on The Virgin Suicides was transitioning from child stardom. Then you have Scarlett Johansson and Loss in Translation, and L. Fanning in Somewhere. And now you can add Kaylee Spaney to that list. In the film, she is tasked with playing Priscilla Presley, and does in my opinion, a brilliant job. I was taken aback by the fact that she was believable playing the role through multiple age ranges. Not every actor can pull that off. This feels like a star-making role. Spaney is next going to be the lead in the newest installment of the Alien franchise, and has a role in Alex Garland's next film, Civil War, with Kirsten Dunst. Much has been made about Euphoria star Jacob Elordi playing Elvis Presley, after Austin Butler was just nominated for an Oscar for his portrayal in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. This is a very different interpretation of the character, one that's not as charming. Elordi plays him as a larger-than-life presence, who is very aware of his fame as a musician, and dreams of being thought of as as a serious actor the likes of Marlon Brando I was really impressed with Alordi he's a believable Elvis Alordi this year also starred in Emerald Fennell's Saltburn a movie that I will be talking on this very podcast next week something i've seen on the internet recently is people have been mad about Alordi dissing the former project that made him somewhat famous The Kissing Booth. Now, if you haven't watched The Kissing Booth, it's a silly teen movie. It's not harmful, but clearly Jacob Elordi thinks of himself as a serious actor, and he does not like those movies. And who can blame him? They're not very good. If he was dissing Euphoria, then I would be upset because Euphoria is elevated teen entertainment. It is very good. The Kissing Booth is not that. They are fun movies. They are entertaining movies. They are not good movies. Jacob Elordi is 100% correct about The Kissing Booth. And I don't believe The Kissing Booth made him famous. What made him famous was Euphoria. Joey King got way more famous off of The Kissing Booth than Jacob Elordi. Let's not act like we knew the name Jacob Elordi before Euphoria. That's ridiculous. That's the project that made him a star and made it possible for him to play Elvis Presley in a movie let's talk about the writer director of Priscilla for me Sophia Coppola is one of the best filmmakers we have and I think there's a belief by some that she hasn't made a noteworthy film since lost in translation which saw her take on the Oscar for best Original screenplay yes it's fair to have mixed feelings on Marie Antoinette and the blingering two movies I really liked but Her other films, Somewhere, The Beguiled and On the Rocks, are great, and all of her movies are visually stunning. I think she's a master filmmaker who understands her strengths and weaknesses. She knew she was the perfect filmmaker to make the movie about Priscilla Presley. I was really interested to see how she would tackle Priscilla in dealing with an icon like Elvis. And for me, this is the best movie about a famous person being in a relationship with a non-celebrity. The film depicts this one-sided relationship where it's all about one person. And the scenes where Priscilla is reading headlines about Elvis, which he denies, are heartbreaking. There are two different types of people who will go in watching this movie. One type of person will be the one who understands the history of Elvis and understands that there was a huge age gap between Elvis and Priscilla going into the movie. And then there are people like me who had no idea She was 14 years old at the time she was dating Elvis Presley Because I'm not that aware of the history of Elvis Yes, I watched the Baz Luhrmann movie And learned a lot about his musical career But that film really doesn't explore the relationship dynamics Between Elvis and Priscilla One thought I had about it while watching this Is what a different time frame that was For someone as famous as Elvis to date a teenage girl I mean, what would today's equivalent be? Harry Styles? I mean, imagine what would happen if he dated one of his teenage fans. That's how different things are. It's not that the situation was normal. It's just that nobody really cared about it or was paying attention to it. There was no TMZ. There was no People magazine. People didn't worship celebrity cultures in the same way. They worshipped what Elvis was doing as an artist. They really didn't care all that much about his personal life other than rumors here and there but it didn't really affect his life in a massive massive way that it of course would now another thought I had about their relationship was about how Priscilla as a human being really did not benefit from this relationship she didn't get better at school she was wearing clothes that he wanted her to her life revolved around one person in crucial developmental years she didn't grow as a person She was just worshiping Elvis. I think it's easy to look at this movie from a moral high ground and say that this relationship was wrong. I look at this relationship and say it was wrong because she didn't grow as a human being. I'm not saying that there's a situation where the relationship could have been better because, of course, a 24-year-old never should have gone out with a 14-year-old. I'm saying that Elvis did not allow Priscilla to grow as a human being. It was all about Elvis as all of the time. That's the pro- That's the main problem with the relationship, other than the moral complexity of it. One of the things I wanted to do was talk about the difference between Baz Luhrmann's film about Elvis and Coppola's Priscilla. Well, for one thing, in Elvis, Priscilla is a side note, and that film glorifies Elvis and is much more about his musical career. I will say what that movie does that this movie doesn't that I found interesting was exploring the fact that Elvis had this father figure who was using him in The Colonel played, I think, really well by Tom Hanks and Elvis. You might be wondering what film I liked more. I don't know the answer to that. I liked a lot about both of them. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis was so stylized and fun. It's just a great film to watch. It's so entertaining. I loved every minute of it. I really enjoyed the Tom Hanks performance. I really enjoyed Austin Butler. He's, of course, a movie star the first minute you see him on screen. Now, Priscilla is a completely different movie. It's about somebody else. It's not all about Elvis all of the time. It's more subtle. It's about ideas. It's about this relationship and how it affected this one person. I think what's interesting about both movies is that they're true to the filmmakers. Baz Luhrmann made the most Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie he could make. And Sophia Coppola made the most Sophia Coppola film possible with Priscilla. If you're a fan of these filmmakers, you should love both of these movies. I just think it becomes silly when we ask these questions, well, who played a better version of Elvis, Austin Butler or Jacob Elordi? Clearly, Austin Butler was asked to do a completely different thing than Jacob Elordi. Austin Butler was asked to be the most likable person on planet Earth. He was asked to be the most charismatic person on Earth in that movie. Jacob Elordi was asked to be something completely different, a darker version of Elvis, if you will, and a less likable version of Elvis. Yeah, there are similarities. I think both versions of the characters are misguided in what they are seeking, but all in all, I think the performances are polar opposites. While I'm not interested in that talk about those two performances, I am really interested what fans of Elvis Presley think about this movie Priscilla, because the movie doesn't present Elvis as a saint. It views him as a bit of a problematic figure. And I don't have that relationship with Elvis and his music. So I didn't have that going into the movie. Now of course I have mixed feelings on him as a person. I'm wondering if a lifelong fan of Elvis will watch this movie and it will change their perception of him. Probably not, but it's something I'm interested in. Can a movie have that effect on someone who is a lifelong fan of Elvis Presley, or do lifelong fans of Elvis Presley already know he's a complicated figure, one that you have to take the good with the bad. Now, here's the biggest difference between a movie like Elvis and a movie like Priscilla, Elvis was made by a giant studio. Way more people have seen the movie Elvis. So of course they're going to have way more positive thoughts. If that was your first interaction with Elvis Presley, was that movie Elvis, you're probably a big fan. You've probably gone back and listened to the music. Priscilla was made by A24, an independent film distributor. Way less people are going to see the movie Priscilla. So I think Elvis is going to continue to be glorified just because of the amount of people that saw the film Elvis. And it's not a coincidence that the independent film version shows the more negative aspects of Elvis's life while the studio film about him is kind of hero worship to a certain extent. If you see these two movies, you might be asking yourself which one is the real Elvis Presley? And it's a movie, so neither one of them is really. But I think there's truth in both of them. I think Elvis' musical career is really impressive. And it's interesting to see that story in Baz Luhrmann's as Elvis. But what's more interesting, again, is the fact that he had this father figure who was using him for fame and money. I think that's an interesting story. I think that's part of the Elvis story. That the Colonel was using him for his fame and money. And then in Priscilla, you have this really weird relationship that wasn't quite right and Elvis should be blamed for that. Not being quite right. Oscar chances. I find it hard to believe you can have a conversation about Best Actress without mentioning the name Kaylee Spaney. It's one of the best performances of the year. I also believe Jacob Lordy should be in the conversation for Best Supporting Actor. Coppola should receive a nomination for Best Director and she should receive a nomination for best adapted screenplay. It's time for Sofia Coppola to be recognized as one of the best filmmakers we have right now because she absolutely is one of the best directors and writers we have working in show business, if you will. My biggest fear for this movie is to be shut down at the Oscars because it's not super theatrical. The performances aren't over the top. It's not a biopic of an entire man's life. I don't want the Oscars to ignore this movie because this is far and away a top 5 movie of 2023 and again that would be super telling if the Austin Butler Elvis was the movie that got nominated for Best Picture that the Austin Butler performance is the one that's nominated for Oscars because it is showy it's super Hollywood it's stylish and again I love everything about that movie but I equally love everything about Priscilla about how it's a complicated Movie about a complicated relationship, and it's not super judgmental about that relationship either. At least not in your face. I think the lack of Priscilla in the Baz Luhrmann Elvis movie played out perfectly for Priscilla. I mean, think about it. That movie was entirely about the relationship between Austin Butler's Elvis and Tom Hanks's the Colonel. There is very little Priscilla in that movie, and that movie doesn't make the relationship between Elvis and Priscilla seem all that complicated. Yes, there's a breakup scene. Yes, she's in the movie. But the movie doesn't really go into the age gap between them. That movie treats that relationship in a normal fashion. It's just a normal relationship that begins and ends. This movie benefited from that because if that movie really did explore that relationship, then you could say, do I really need another movie about Elvis and Priscilla Presley? Absolutely not, but that's not what happened. That movie was all about Elvis, and this movie, while is a majority about Priscilla, is also kind of about Elvis. And I think this movie explores the dark side of fame way more than Bas Luhrmann's, as Elvis does. I mean, fame is the reason that Elvis mistreated Priscilla, because he was buying into his own hype. He believed he was offering her everything with fame And money, and he couldn't even think of anything else he could offer. I mean, their breakup scene at the end of this movie is heartbreaking because he can't understand why she would want out of the relationship. In his eyes, he's given her everything. He's given her a household. He's given her money. He's given her clothes that people would love to wear. He's given her this place in Graceland that people dream of going to. In his eyes, he's given. Given her everything, And that's the saddest thing about the movie, is he can't even fathom where things went wrong. And that's where as a human being you can kind of look back and feel bad for Elvis, because it's hard to be self-aware when you're the biggest musician in the world at the time, and you're also a movie star. It's hard to be self-aware. Not giving him an excuse, but I think you can be realistic and logistical when talking about this situation. Situation, it's not a normal situation for her, and it's equally not a normal situation for him. He doesn't know how to deal with his fame. He wants to be taken seriously as an actor. He's not self-aware. He's saying things like, I want to be the next Marlon Brando. That really doesn't make sense coming from him, especially with hindsight knowing where his movie career ended up. I also think people will watch this movie and say to themselves, Is this the fault of the young people who were in the relationship or the people around them. There was not one person in the movie who told Elvis this was a bad idea, beginning a relationship with a 14-year-old girl, and equally, Priscilla's parents did not stop this relationship. They had questions about it. They didn't want it to happen, but ultimately, they let it happen. They could have stopped it if they wanted to, but they didn't, and in part because he's Elvis, and he's charming, and you're buying What he's saying they should have been more diligent about this relationship so again the one aspect of this movie that I believe will never happen again is the most famous person in the world dating a teenage girl and that was something that was more common back in the day I mean you had going even further back Charlie Chaplin married a teenager it happened from time to time but I don't think it could happen in this social media world with TMZ and People Magazine what I do believe will continue to happen is if you marry a celebrity and you're a non-celebrity, that person there is a chance will think way more highly of themselves and that relationship can be complicated I can't imagine being in a relationship with somebody who is a thousand times more famous than I am and it's all about that person that continues to be a complicated situation and I think it's the reason why more and more celebrities are just marrying and dating other celebrities a normal person quote unquote being with a celebrity is not an ideal situation. I think we can agree on that. I think there's more examples. I think situations like Elvis and Priscilla is the perfect example of that. When one person views themselves as an artist and the other person doesn't know how to view themselves, that situation isn't the best. Elvis in a way had an identity. He was a musician. He was an actor. The real problem of this movie when you're watching it is Priscilla doesn't have that identity yet, and she doesn't have that identity until the end of the movie and by then she realizes she can't have her own identity and be with Elvis Presley. I do believe this movie is more for younger people because I do think that fans of Elvis will have a hard time viewing this movie and being super judgmental of Elvis Presley but I do think this could be a movie for young people who wish they were with somebody who was super famous, and maybe it would get them to have more complicated feelings about that ideal world that they would have. Overall, Priscilla perfectly illustrates how bizarre Elvis's and Priscilla's relationship truly was, and again, I'll admit, after seeing this, I have complicated feelings about Elvis. I don't know how you couldn't. The age difference is the thing that deserves to be analyzed, but also fame, how Elvis thought his fortune was a enough to offer to someone and I think fame contributed to his controlling nature he thought because he controlled the music and the movies that's what made him famous that he had to do that in his own personal life I'll end on this Priscilla has one of the best endings of a movie this year the ending when she leaves Elvis reminded me of the ending of Spencer where Princess Diana finally leaves the royal family thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I highly highly recommend you check out Priscilla. Next week on the podcast I'm talking about Emerald Fennell's Saltburn starring Barry Keoghan and Jacob Elordi. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.